Welcome to the Beautifully Balanced podcast. I am your host, elemental yoga teacher, Samantha Dinage. Join me as we explore holistic approaches to find more balance in today's hectic world. I invite you to follow me on Facebook and Instagram with the username at the Beautifully Balanced Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me as we dive into the next episode, What is True Success? According to the Oxford Dictionary, a definition of being successful is having achieved fame, wealth or social status, such as a successful actor. And in today's world of marketing, we are often led to believe that having a new fancy car, a big house, does anyone else feel like the new norm has now changed from a three-bed semi to a four-bed detached? And being in a long-term relationship, probably married with kids, a high-status, well-paid job, and the achievements of being busy and the ability to buy new things or go on flashy holidays can often be seen as successful milestones in today's society here in the UK. However, not everyone fits into these boxes or deep down do they want to. I have to be honest, I got sucked in. I had a nice BMW, I thought I wanted to move up the ladder in education. I got married. I was super busy. And if you've listened to my holistic health story in episode one, you will know that I used to wear busyness as a badge of pride. I went on many nice holidays, including a three-week trip to South Africa. But inside, I was unhappy, anxious and depressed. I honestly look back on some of the amazing places that I've been and things that I've done And I actually feel quite sad that I often didn't fully enjoy these experiences. I was just going through the motions and trapped inside my head, worrying about the future or re-going over the past. From the outside, I looked pretty successful, but inside I was an unhappy mess. And this was back in around... 2012, 13, 14, 15. So when my health was at its lowest points, the self-mental torture, the constant trips to the bathroom, the regular migraines, the insomnia, the loss of voice and any self-worth, it felt like things could never get better. And this went on for years. When I finally got some professional help, in 2015 and I discovered yoga and I started to come out the other side. It was only then that I really realized how ill I had been feeling and how health impacts so many aspects of life. Therefore for me perhaps the main measure of success is my health and from here I can enjoy life more fully, more authentically and share my passions with the world in hope to benefit others' lives. Some key things that contributed to my low thoughts and lack of zest for life were comparing myself with others. It's easy to see people's best bits, and I used to feel like others had more energy than me, yet they could do more, and I used to feel inferior as I struggled to keep up. 
These comparisons led to even more self-judgments. I had quite a lot of excessive pitta, a mind-body type in Ayurveda. And this was being very self-critical, a perfectionist, judging myself and others and being blimmin' impatient. I was always striving for more, even when my body was fighting back. I certainly wasn't kind and compassionate to myself. And I wanted to be the best aspects of what I thought success was. As I looked around me, looking at the outer world to tell me what success is. Through yoga, I learned to focus inwards and realize that nobody else can give me health, self-worth, acceptance or a feeling that I am enough. However, instead of comparisons when I look at social media, for example, I try and focus on what inspiration I can use to cultivate more joy into my own life or wishing people well in their own experiences and being grateful for the chance to see something new through their lens. Things also really changed when I became aware of my ego and I toned it down a notch or two. When I tried to treat myself with more self-respect and care, I began to learn that to focus on my inner world and what was true to me helped me to feel more content. Through Ayurveda, I began to understand the uniqueness of myself and also the uniqueness of everyone around me and how we can each be in our flow and state of ease in very different ways. In fact, saying the word ease would have made me feel lazy in the past. But life doesn't have to be difficult in every aspect. I used to think life is meant to be difficult if I'm trying my best. Now I know that doesn't have to be the case, thank goodness. Instead of fighting who I am and trying to be something else, I've learned to be more authentic and true. I would cover my face in makeup like a mask. Now I have got used to not wearing much makeup and being more vulnerable and showing who I am. People wear makeup for all sorts of reasons, but that metaphor works for me. So a little bit of self-reflection. Do you live life trying to achieve society's successful milestones, such as a nice car and fancy holidays? Are these true to you? And only you will know the answer as you reflect more on your values. This year, again, I'm actually looking forward to going camping, perhaps up um, in Northumberland. I've not booked it yet, but that is a holiday that I am going to really, really enjoy. And it's much more simple and it's closer to home. So it may sound a bit dark, but if you were in your final few days, what would you want to look back on in your life? Would it have Would it have been having the latest TV and phone, working long hours and stressing to pay a huge mortgage? Or would it be feeling healthy, having more financial freedom and enjoying spending time with those that are important, for example? Would it have been excessive time sat in front of the TV or consciously choosing what to do with your time? And if that is to watch your favorite shows that you love, then great. For more about mindful choices, check out episode 29, Mindful or Mindless. 
So for each of us, I imagine there will be some similarities and some differences, depending on our own personal interests and passions. So what would success look like for you? How about a successful day, a successful week, month or year? I know for me, it's about crafting a lifestyle that means I'm generally excited to get out of bed most mornings to feel alive and live my day. It always sticks with me when we used to watch Dragon's Den when I used to teach business studies. And I believe it was Theo Pafitas saying that he wasn't going to invest in any, any businesses if he wasn't going to feel excited to jump out of bed about it. So that certainly stuck with me with some of the choices that I make. I'm often happiest when I'm learning something new or when helping others. It's when I'm feeling present in various experiences, just traveling to new cultures, that I really feel like I make the most of them and experience something different and new to help my personal growth. And all of these are supported by having the best health possible. Always trying to recenter and come back to a place of whole health. So the opposite word for success is that F word, failure. And the thought of failure can often stop me in my tracks. I try and become aware of this and put it to one side to get out of my own way and show up and take steps towards what it is that I want to do. And taking non-perfect steps and learning along the way has brought so much richness to my life. And I have to really remind myself of this sometimes. Instead of failure, I like to think of these things as lessons along the journey of life, which all shape my next steps towards the person I am becoming and what success feels like for me. We are always changing and being adaptable and flexible is key. Imagine what the successful week of a five-year-old might look like compared to a 20-year-old, a 20-year-old to a 40-year-old, a 40 to 60, 60 to 80, and so on if you hope to live a long and joyful life. Things are always changing which is why I believe it can be helpful to pause and review where you are in your life, your values, and change or tweak the route if required, rather than following along with society's norms. One thing I have found to give me the needed structure in my life to move towards health and well-being is the system of the chakras, which links to the elements in Ayurveda of earth, water, fire, air, and space. So I saw a great conversation with Deepak Chopra and he is a key body, a key voice um, in holistic well-being and coming back to whole health. And according to Deepak, joy is the main measure of success and success also includes other aspects that can be linked through the chakras. So he says that often we think of material abundance and riches, but we can consider these other elements. So thinking about chakra one, the root chakra that links to the earth element, here we might be thinking about abundance that means total security and safety, which is a great foundation to have. 
So this could mean that you've got a a house that you can you can pay for with ease and that you've got the food, the warmth, etc that you need. Chakra 2 the sacral chakra linking to the water element. Here it might be about having total sensuality and joy of existence. So having this in abundance would be perhaps a measure of success. And linking to chakra three, the solar plexus chakra linking in with the fire element. If we think about fire, it can help to transform things. So this is total abundance to transform into anything that you want. So this is taking action and being passionate about what it is that you're doing. With chakra four, the heart chakra, this links to the air element. And we're looking here at abundance of love, compassion and empathy in our lives which is so beautiful and wonderful that we, of course, need to share, but also receive for ourselves, including that self-love, compassion and empathy. With chakra five, the throat chakra, here we link to the element of space. And this links to having abundance in creative expression. So it might be that you've got ideas higher up in the mind, in the more subtle energy that you express through your voice. Because it's just above the heart chakra, this could also be about linking in with the heart and speaking in a way that's true for you and sharing your opinions. And then we also have the higher chakras, six and seven. So this is the third eye chakra and the crown chakra. And here we might be thinking about abundance of gaining insights, of really tapping into our inner wisdom, our intuition, and the creativity and higher consciousness. So there we have a slightly different system, very different to um, that of the Western world, but also one that can bring much joy and health and balance in in our lives to perhaps say that we are living a successful life if we want to place that label upon our lives. So I think this is a beautiful way to look at being successful and I shall dive into the chakras more another day. But as we conclude this episode, before I go, I have a question for you to ponder. Is success always earned? Is success always earned? So I hope you you found this conversation insightful. Perhaps you've got a couple of takeaway points um, that resonated with you that you can take from this episode and hopefully benefit your life in some way. So thank you so much for listening and I invite you to join me for the next episode that will be out in two weeks time, always on Wednesdays. So wishing you a lovely day, week and I'll see you soon. Because I know life is busy and finding some much needed me time can be difficult. I'm on a mission to help people like you to de-stress, release tension 
enjoy movement and find more relaxation. I invite you to join me with my online yoga and Zumba classes, either live on Zoom or in the BB On Demand video library. Hop over to the classes link in the show notes for more details. Thank you so much for listening to the Beautifully Balanced podcast. I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review and press the subscribe button. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Beautifully Balanced podcast.